Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to a city that lies four square. The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there. I'm Hello, everybody. God bless you today. Welcome to the Prophetic News Radio broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. And this is Susan Puzio. And our topic today is going to be Paula White and Mike Murdoch Comedy Hour. Um, I was watching uh, on television the other day. I saw Mike Murdoch on Paula White's program, and I just couldn't help myself because of uh, the the things that I saw and heard. Uh, anyway, so we're going to go over the false teachings and the uh, con games. Uh, it's illegal what they're doing, and uh, I'm hoping that They'll repent or go away, one or the other. So anyway, the uh, chat room is open, so I'll be looking for your comments. And also, this is a live call-in show, so if you would like to call in today, I will be taking your calls. The call-in number is 914-338-1638. So... uh, I'll be looking forward to hearing from you all. Anyway, my computer was down last week. Uh, It was down for about a week, so I wasn't on the air last week, and uh, I had to go through uh, detox and rehab (laughs) to, uh, you know how it is when you don't have your computer, you can't read your emails, you can't find out what's happening, you're kind of lost. That's how it is nowadays when uh, we get addicted to uh, our computers. But it is a blessing, I must say. It's a wonderful way to preach the gospel without having to uh, get on an airplane and travel for hours or drive in your car uh, to go somewhere to uh, preach. So I'm happy and grateful to the Lord for giving me this opportunity. And uh, also, I wanted to let you know that we do have a YouTube channel, and our channel is Jonah, T for Tom 48. So you can go there and look at our uh, videos. Uh, They're kind of in the documentary style. Uh, I'm still learning, so uh, I try to do the best that I can, and I think the information is the most important thing. Also, we have a website, and that is propheticnews.com. There's some great articles there that will help you grow in your faith. And uh, there's probably many of you out there that are listening or have listened, and you know that 
these uh, seed faith scams and people like Mike Murdoch and Paula White are false teachers, they're false prophets. I'm not sure Mike Murdoch is even saved. I'm not I'm not even sure about Paula at this point since uh, recently she's been having a psychic on her TV program and also as a guest at her church. I put the word church in quotes. So uh they have definitely strayed from the face and uh you should be very careful about uh, receiving any teachings from Mike Murdoch or Paula White. There's one other topic that I wanted to uh, mention to you today, and that is about the uh, vaccinations. Uh, I wanted to let you all know and be aware of the fact that most childhood vaccines and even some of the adult vaccines, the rabies, uh, some of the hepatitis, some of the flu vaccines, uh, some of the, the vaccine for shingles, they do contain aborted babies. No one should be uh, vaccinated with such a horrible ingredient. And uh, if you'd like to know more, there is a link on my website, propheticnews.com, which will take you to the exact vaccines and their their ingredients. You can also do a search on the internet from uh, for vaccines made from abortion. It's my belief that uh, the reason we're seeing such an increase in autism and brain damaged children is because of these vaccines. Uh, no one should be injected with a dead human being, and also with mercury and aluminum and who knows what else. So. Be aware of that because God has given you these children and um, they can't take care of themselves, so we have to take care of them and we have to know what's being done to them when we take them to the doctor. So I hope that you will uh, alert others of this information because I think it's it's very, very important and I'm hoping that in the future we can do a program with some uh, people that uh, have also done some articles on the Internet and exposés on this fact. So uh, we'll be, uh, you'll be looking out for that, I hope. And also, we are on the uh, Prophecy Zone network on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can catch us there, and remember every Saturday for the time being at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. So uh, I just wanted to remind you of the call-in number is 914-338-1638. If any of you have had any experiences with either Mike Murdoch or Paula White, I'd love to hear from you. Um, While I was watching this program, uh, last week, and uh, I took some notes because I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And I call it the comedy hour because it is laughable that they actually, these people actually, I don't think they really believe what they're saying. Uh, I think their conscience has become seared. And 
they say that God told me and the whole or the Holy Spirit told me when we know that if someone is saying that the Holy Spirit told me or God told me and it doesn't line up with God's word, well, God didn't tell them any of that. They're just lying. And um the title of the program was Seven Decisions That Decide Your Success. Uh, the first comment, one of the first comments that Paula makes when the show opens is that God has ordained for you to tune in today. And it's not an accident. Well, God didn't ordain me to tune in. I was just tuning in because I wanted to hear what they were saying. And uh, so, no, God did not ordain. God does not ordain people to tune in to uh, Paula White's TV program when she has Mike Murdoch on to uh, con people. God didn't ordain any of that. Uh, then Paula goes on to introduce Mike Murdoch, and she calls him the greatest person, mentor, apostle, teacher, pastor, uh, every label that you could think of it, uh, think of, uh, she calls him, uh, continues to uh, flatter him. When God said that we are not to give any any uh, man a title, uh, so... And she also said that we have a date with destiny today. And in other words, we're going to listen to Mike's seven decisions that decide your success, and you will you will become successful after you listen to these seven decisions. And you're going we're going to uh, sit at his feet so we can progress to the next level. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's funny, really. I mean, it's funny. It's serious. It's serious. But it's also funny because it's so ridiculous that no human being is any great one. Uh, God allows us to read his book and we read his book, and and we merely quote from his book. So that doesn't make us anything great. Uh, we don't have any brilliant ideas on our own, except that you know we have God's word, and uh, there there's wisdom to be had by reading God's word and knowing God's word. But uh, we certainly no human being is any great one because we we all know that we're flawed. Uh, even though we're born again, and uh, we still sin, we still miss the mark, and we still need to repent. So uh, we don't put human beings up on a pedestal and make idols out of Bible teachers because uh, anybody could read the Bible. So uh, also, then Mike Murdoch, he goes on to... Uh, give his seven points of seven decisions that will decide your success that God has predestined the consequence of our decisions. God has actually predestined the consequence of our decisions. Uh, If we make a wrong decision, God has predestined that. And 
he also says that everything is a seed. Well, you see, he's already preparing you for the end of the program because Mike Murdoch never gives a teaching without leading you to the end of the program, which is the time when you must sow your seed-based offering or otherwise give your money to bribe God so that he blesses you. And uh, But actually, God doesn't get the money because Mike and Paula get the money. So he's he's leading you up to the end of the program, and uh, he says that wisdom is the seed for change. It's your your that's your decision that decides wealth. Well, it's always all about wealth and how you can get wealth from God. Um, really, the main way you get any kind of money is you go to work, you have a job, and uh, maybe you might get some money from an inheritance or someone might give you a gift, but it's certainly not going to fall out of the sky and. Uh, the Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. Uh, many of us know that's true if you've uh, ever been unemployed. So <laughs> you, uh, there's no uh, magic formula for uh, getting God to do things for you. Uh, it, it's the Lord who decides when we're going to, to uh, be blessed. And some of us, know from the past that when we were into tithing and uh, that kind of thing, seed sowing, I certainly was for many years, and I haven't been for about 15 years, but I've been saved for 31. So the first 15 years of my uh, Christianity, I was a faithful tither and a faithful seed sower and all that, and I still had uh, went through financial difficulties. That definitely did not solve my financial problems. So uh, the Bible says that uh, we can ask and receive. Uh, we don't have to pay the pastor uh, weekly 10% or sow seeds to Mike Murdoch, which there is no biblical basis for uh, money being any type of a seed. It's dead. When you put money in the ground, it, it doesn't, nothing comes up. You don't get any kind of a growth uh, uh, coming up. It's a dead thing. Uh, the seed sowing, seeds in the Word of God is, is something that's alive. It's the Word of God which is alive. It's um, when uh, a man and a woman have a baby it's also seed, agricultural seed, but it has nothing to do with money. And uh, I did a study for about three months one time. I wanted to find out what was the truth about seed sowing and about tithing and about money. And I encourage you to, to do the same thing because you'll be amazed at what you find out. When you do the um, study on the words offering, free will offering, tithing, money, seeds. Uh, I took extensive notes. I, I was dedicated to the fact of finding out what the Word of God really said. So I would know for myself, and then I would be able to uh, let others know what the truth is. We are, When we're born again, we're free. We don't have to 
God doesn't have to beat us over the head and demand things from us like, oh, if we don't give God 10%, then he's angry at us and he curses us and he refuses to bless us. That That is some kind of a ridiculous God that they portray. And that has nothing to do with the Father God since the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave. Mm, now that's real love. He gave his only begotten son. So that is the way we are supposed to be in our giving is to have that heart to uh, want to bless somebody else and not just thinking about ourselves that, oh, I'm bringing my 10% here and I'm giving this so-called seed faith offering to Mike Murdoch $1,000 and so I'm going to get blessed because I'm doing this. No, that's an act of selfishness. It's not an act of love, and God can't bless that. He's not going to bless your selfishness. I don't care how much money you give. So uh, as we continue on with the program here with uh, Mike Murdoch and, and Paula White Comedy Hour, um, Mike says that we are to pursue a common mentor. Well, the word mentor is not in the Bible. We are to be disciples. That word is in there. And uh, I don't really like the word mentor. It's a Greek. Um, I think the word originally comes from a, uh, it's a Greek word, and it comes from, um, I think, from Odysseus or something like that, where you have a mentor or a teacher. But in the Bible, we we are uh called disciples and we are to be discipled and we do have teachers and we do have um, people that we can learn from but they're certainly not mentors also he calls Paula a great life coach now that's a new one too since when is a bible teacher or a uh, evangelist called a life coach I never heard of that and uh, he also gets very serious and complains about false accusations made against him. And uh, recently, you know, that uh, we've had this controversy with Jack Van Impey and TBN, where um, Jack Van Impey has gone off TBN because he made some comments about uh, Rick Warren and Robert Schuller and this Chrislam, the uh, bringing together of Christianity and Islam. And Paul Crouch didn't like his comments, and so um, he asked Jack Van Ippy to uh, stop mentioning names. And uh, Jack Van Ippy refused, but I mean, it's kind of odd because Jack Van Ippy uh, says the Pope is a great man and, and the Catholic Church, and we know that's not true because. If you didn't at one time, if you didn't join the Catholic Church, you, they murdered you. They actually burned you at the stake. Um, the people that uh, Tyndale um, and Wycliffe, the Bible translators, it was, one of them was actually was actually burned at the stake. And the, what was his crime? Translating the Bible into the English language. Well, the Catholic Church didn't want people reading the Bible because they didn't want you to know what it said then you wouldn't uh, belong to their church uh, because they claim that 
there's only salvation through their belonging to their church. We know the Bible says that uh, it's by faith that you're saved and not of works as any man should boast. So why would any born-again Christian promote a false religious system and a false prophet such as the Pope? So Jeff Van Impey, uh, I don't believe he's a true brother. And... Uh, Anyway, so this this whole thing went on and on where uh their uh you know, Jack went off the air and now Paul Crouch on on his behind the scenes program says he wants Jack to come back. And and the thing that was really funny to me and it has to do with this false accusation comment of Mike Murdoch, you can't go to these people Personally, you can't call them and set up an appointment uh, to meet with Jack Van Impey or to meet with Paul Crouch or Mike Murdoch to uh, go over some of their false teachings. They will not meet with you. When I came out with an article back in 1997 called The Error of Sea Faith Giving, I sent it to Mike Murdoch. And uh, I wrote him a letter and let him know that what he was teaching was wrong. And anyway, the the letter that I received back from him goes like this. Dear Susan, thrilled to hear from you today. Your pursuit of God is proof of your love for God. God remembers it. There came unto him a woman having an alabaster box, a very precious ointment, and poured it on his head. God never forgets anyone who celebrates him. Your times of tears matter very much to me. Satan has a strategy. <laughs> now, remember, I sent him my article on sea faith giving, and I was I was telling him that he was he was teaching false teachings and basically teaching heresy. And the letter I get back says my time. Of tears means very much to him. I never said anything about tears. He sees a breakthrough. And my breakthrough is just beginning. Really looking forward. <laughs> Listen to this one. Really looking forward to your next letter, Susan. Be sure to include your telephone number and email address. And the reason that they want your telephone number is Mike is not going to call you personally, but he's going to record a call, and then they call you. I, I got one of these calls one time from Lester Summerall. I picked up the phone. They said, Lester Summerall wants to talk to you. So I'm, I said, wow, Lester Summerall wants to talk to me. And then they play a tape recording, and then they want your email address so that they can solicit donations from you. How many of you are out there and you know that you've called a prayer line and uh, – they wouldn't pray for you until you gave them your uh, telephone number and your address and uh, so that they can put you on the mailing list and solicit donations. So I think some of us have been through that. But anyway, you can see Mike could have cared less about anything I had to say to him, and he never answered my letter, and uh, they will not be held accountable. Either will Paul Crouch. Paul Crouch, if you say anything about him or or against any of their teachings or the things they're doing on TBN. Uh, he's, he, one time he said he wants to shoot those people with a Holy Ghost machine gun. And uh, he won't 
meet with you to sit down and discuss the, the heresy and the, and the false teachers that TBN promotes. But yet he says that him and his sons, Matt and um, I think Paul Jr. is his name, they, they're sitting there and they're saying, well, we simply want Jack to go to uh, Robert Schuler. He should go to them. That's what the Bible says. Go to your brother if you have aught against your brother and sit down with them and tell them what they're doing wrong and discuss it. And I'm, that's why I say it's laughable because they're not going to meet with you or me to talk about what they're doing. Oh, but yet they said Jack should do it. And uh, so, uh, but I guarantee you one thing. He, Jack Van Empey will be back on TBN because he's going to uh, miss his donations. I'm sure he was getting big donations uh, from TBN being on. It, 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 yes, if you if you're on TBN, you're reaching multiple millions of people. So uh, it, you are uh, going to bring in large donations, which most of these people need, uh, because they claim they can't have a ministry. Uh, without these, without multiple millions of dollars, which isn't true because anybody can go on YouTube. You can be on YouTube every day and have a TV ministry all over the world, and it doesn't cost you anything. And uh, it's just like on Blog Talk Radio. It's very inexpensive to be on Blog Talk Radio, and we don't have to beg people to uh, give us donations and uh, tell them to send in their seed faith offerings, otherwise we can't preach the gospel. Anybody can preach the gospel. You can stand on the corner and preach the gospel. It's free, so you don't need any money to preach the gospel. Not not really. Yes, you need money You know, if you're in a building, and uh, maybe if, you're, if you are buying airtime or whatever, you can use some money to do that. But, but if you're rich and you have your own money, then use your own money. Like you don't need anybody else's money to do it, and you don't have to beg people. You don't even have to ask people because God knows what you need. Uh, either we're going to live by faith or we're not going to live by faith. Are we going to live by manipulation and uh, try to enrich ourselves by uh, claiming to be some great ones that are preaching the gospel just because we want somebody's money? It's ridiculous. So uh, we do what we do because we love God. And we want to help people. That should always be our motivation. But then, now going back to this program with uh, Mike and Paula, well, right toward the end of the half hour, all of a sudden now, one of the other things that Mike said too on this program was he he has so many clothes. He's just got he he sewed two hundred dollars one time when he was going to buy clothes. And ever since then, now he has more clothes than he knows what to do with. He, Everybody's always buying him clothes. And he says that he has $2,000 suits in his closets with the price tag that he's never even worn. So I'm, I'm like, well, if you've got $2,000 suits in your closet with the price tag, then why don't you give them away to somebody that can use some, some uh, suits if you have so many suits. Uh, the greed is unbelievable. Then, of course, building up to the end of the program, he, he, he claims that the Holy Spirit just spoke to him. And we know the Holy Spirit does not talk like this, so it has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. But Mike claims that there is an elite group 
of 200 people. Now, he wants you to believe that you're very special. You're an elite group of people on this day because he claims the Holy Spirit has told him that this group, and it's only a group of 200. So I don't know what happens if more than 200 people uh, give money on that day. Do they offer a refund? I don't think so. But yet he says there's only 200 people that this applies to. And he says that uh, it's the number three, and then he com- he compares this number three to the Trinity. He says, oh, we, you know, the number three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, because it's three months that you're going to give uh, this money. It's a 90-day seed. It's $200, and you're going to give it for 90 days. At the end of 90 days, and even during the 90 days when you're giving this money, Mike says that you're going to get a turnaround. Yes, you're going to get a turnaround. You're going to get uh, success. And you're going to get blessings, and you're just you're just going to get everything your heart desires after you sow this two hundred dollar seed, which is is totally ridiculous. It's a lie, it's a con, and that, and and it's extortion. And uh, we know that uh, we don't have to give God any money to get God to do things for us. The only reason why they're asking you to do this is because Mike needs some money. Paula needs some money. It has nothing to do with God at all. It just has something to do with greed. And uh, the word extortion, and you can look this up in your Bible uh, if you go to Matthew and it's Matthew 23:25 but i'm going to uh first read the that scripture says that you are full of extortion and success now this is uh, excess you are full of extortion and excess and that's the lord jesus speaking and he's speaking to uh the pharisees and the hypocrites that are doing the same thing that Paula White and Mike Murdoch are doing and the word extortion in the Webster's Dictionary, and it's the you can get this dictionary online, the Webster's 1812. It's a great dictionary. And the word extortion is the act of extorting, the act or practice of wrestling anything from a person by force, duress, menace, authority, or by any undue exercise of power. It's an illegal extraction an illegal compulsion to pay money or to do some other act. Extortion is an offense punishable by law. And uh, it is against the law what they're doing. Uh, It's amazing to me that they have not been arrested yet. I don't pray for anybody to be arrested. I I, 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 I don't want them to be arrested. But they need to stop doing what they're doing. They're getting away with it for now, but I'm telling you, there's coming a day. And there's even you're, you're even hearing about it more and more where people are suing churches to get their tithe money back and even asking some of these ministries to give their money back when they don't get what they've promised. And, uh, of course, we believe that. It also says in 1 Corinthians 6 that extortioners shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now that word is in the Bible, extortion, and there is a reason why 
it's in the Bible because Jesus knew that we would have people like Paula White and Mike Murdoch who uh, don't care about you. They don't care about anybody but themselves. And uh, they tell you to uh, sow seeds and God will bless you when the only person that's getting blessed is, is Mike Murdoch and Paula White. And uh, both of them live in million-dollar homes, multiple million-dollar homes. Uh, they have airplanes, limousines, uh, all kinds of jewelry. And uh, they live an excessive lifestyle off of uh, silly people. The Bible calls a, you know, you're at home and you're listening to this program and uh, uh, then you you forget what the Word of God says. If you listen to these people long enough, it's very seductive and they seduce you into uh, sowing these seeds. And I know myself because I, I, I uh, had given a seed faith gift in the early 1990s to uh, Mike Murdoch when he came uh, to our church in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. And uh, I was taken over by it. And I know how easy it is. Now, that was back in 19, I think, 1992. It was a long time ago. And uh, it was the wrong thing to do, and I realized that later. When I realized what he was doing to people and how he was using people and he was making merchandise, of God's people, it was very, very disturbing, and uh, we need to see us to uh, put a stop to it. And uh, so, the best way to put a stop to it is to expose it and to um, tell people what it is. You know, uh, the Bible says in Second Corinthians nine seven that when we give, every man according as he purposes in his heart. That means that you you make the decision what you're going to give. So let him give, not grudgingly. The word grudgingly means not because you have to. That means you don't have to give 10%. You don't have to sow seeds. Uh, you just have to ask. <laughs> Many of you are parents, and you know that when your child needs something, they ask you and you give it to them. They don't have to pay you off or sow a seed into your ministry or anything like that. So how much more, why do we want to think that God is any different, uh, that God is sitting up there? And and Mike likes to say, when you let go of what's in your hand, God will let go of what's in his. Well, first of all, God doesn't have any money in his hand. He doesn't have any money in heaven. They don't need it. And uh, what is he going to do with filthy lucre? No, he doesn't need any money. You need money. And uh, he, God's not looking at you down from heaven and saying, I mean, just think about it logically for a minute. Think about what you're doing. Do you think that actually Almighty God is looking down from heaven and he sees that you have money in your hand and, and you're letting go of it to Mike Murdoch or, or Paula White and, and then God actually uh, gets excited when he sees that and he says, well, now that they've given their money to Mike Murdoch and Paula White, now I have to give them some money. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> about what you're doing it doesn't even make any sense and um, I know myself 
when I was a young Christian and I, I was trying to please God or I thought I was trying to please God and I was trying to do the right thing and I was trying to sow my seeds and do my tithing and all my works and I was laboring, oh, how can I please God? And you please God by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So what does faith do? Faith is. Faith is. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we hope and we pray that God will meet our needs, and we ask and we receive, and uh, we rest in God, and that's what we do. That's what faith is. It's not this whole ridiculous, all these ridiculous teachings, and they have all these seminars, and they have all these books. And I, I'm I'm not opposed to people writing a book and selling a book because the Bible says a workman is worthy of their hire. I don't know if any of you have written a book. I've written some some small books. It, it takes a lot of work to write a book, and I certainly believe that uh, you're entitled to uh, earn some money from your labor. Now, the Bible also says that I wanted to read a couple of scriptures about rebuking because some people say, well, why? You're causing division and and, and, uh, you're judging people. And uh, yes, yes, I am judging and I can judge. Um, The Bible says that, do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters. Yes, I'm I can judge when somebody is a false teacher and uh I can judge that they are not they are abusing God's word. Yes, I can judge that. Titus one thirteen says this witness is true, wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. Titus 2.15, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. 1 Timothy 5.20 says, them that sin rebuke before all that others also may fear. 2 Timothy 4.2 says, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. 2 Thessalonians 3, 6, Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition the tradition which ye received of us. So you see here that the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 3, 6, that if it is a brother, and I'm not sure Mike Murdoch is a brother or Paula is a sister, but you are to withdraw yourselves from that person. First Timothy six five says, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. So I say run for your life. You know, if Mike Murdoch's coming to town or you see uh, Mike Murdoch or Paula White on TV, if you're not watching it just to uh, get some information to uh, challenge what they're saying, then run for your life. Withdraw yourself from that person. 
That's what the Bible says. So whose report are you going to uh, believe today? Are you going to believe the report of the Lord, or are you going to believe Mike Murdoch and Paula White and their uh, false teaching? Because Matthew 5, 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, when your heart is pure and you give for the right reasons, God will honor that because you gave out of a pure motive, not because you want something in return. Uh, God will not honor that. He can't. You know, God can't go against his word. So... uh we have to do things by the word of God. Also in Jeremiah 22:13 the Bible says, "Woe unto him that buildeth his house by unrighteousness and his chambers by wrong, that useth his neighbor's service without wages and giveth him not for his work." So uh the Bible says we're supposed to pay people when they work and uh, you you see a lot of these ministries they always want people to volunteer and i have i have nothing against volunteering but it goes on and on and on and they, and i i was even like that one time i went to work for a ministry i worked there for 9 months and in that 9 months period they gave me one offering and it was $200 and uh i was supposed to think to myself that I was working and I was proving myself and I was showing myself faithful so I was going to get some kind of a promotion from this ministry. But actually, it was really foolish and uh, you're not supposed to take advantage of people. And these ministries, they take advantage of you while they live large and uh, you live small. (laughs) Oh, dear, there's just so much... Uh, we can talk about, and uh, especially in the area of finances. I I have pages and pages of uh, notes here, but uh, let me read these scriptures. Um, Luke 11.42, Jesus rebuked the Pharisees when they bragged about their tithing. He didn't say, nice little Pharisees, you gave or sowed a seed, so I must bless you. Jesus said, but woe unto you Pharisees, for ye tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and pass over judgment and the love of God. These ought ye to have done and not to leave the other undone. Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Now this is Jesus talking. For ye may clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Matthew twenty three twenty five. So uh, Jesus said it like it is, and we say it like it is, and uh, we hope that you'll do your your Bible study and you'll find out for yourself what the Word of God says, because I know some of the um, YouTube videos that I have up, I get all these crazy comments from people. Oh, don't judge. And and uh, the Bible says we're supposed to sow seeds and we're supposed to tithe. When The Bible doesn't even say that. Uh, I don't know where they get this stuff from because they never read the Bible for themselves. It's, I'm telling you, I believed this stuff myself at one time because I didn't take the time. I, 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 I was a fervent 
student of the Word of God. I was a Bible teacher. I traveled to many countries of the world, and I held hundreds of services myself. And I did. I studied the Bible, but there were certain things that I didn't spend a lot of time studying, and that was tithing and giving. And when I did that, I found out the truth for myself. And that's the way you're going to find out, is if you study God's Word for yourself and be responsible for what it says. Uh, and uh, and you can be free because Jesus Christ died and rose again, and we are free, so we don't have to be in bondage to people. Um, I just want to let you know today that Jesus Christ does love you, and he has provided a free gift for you, and it's the free gift of eternal life, the gift of salvation. Second uh, Corinthians 5.17 says, if, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Isaiah 1.18 says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like they shall be as wool. Give your life to Jesus Christ today. Salvation is simple. It's not hard. All you have to do is get down on your knees, cry out to Jesus, ask him if he's real. Ask him to come into your life and change your life. He believed that he died and rose again, and he died for your sins. He is a savior. He's a redeemer. He forgives you of your sins. He, he, when you repent and ask God to, refer, to forgive you, he will forget all about your old life. I know what it is. I've been there. My old life was messed up. It was some kind of messed up, stupid life. But then when Jesus Christ came into my life, he changed my life. He made something beautiful out of it. And he can do that for you today. You don't have to be addicted to drugs, sex.